Time for two guys talking sports here on 1370 AM WCCN and 98.5 FM. And uh, Larry Hazer along with Dick Olson. A lot to talk about, especially uh, high school football. High school up. football, Larry. Number one on the menu this week. <laughs> <laughs> 52 teams that are different this year. Uh, as far as uh, playoff teams than last year. Yeah, it's a big change. I, I read that article also, and I was kind of surprised. You know, football, things don't seem to change quite as much, but this year there's a big change, big jig change. And uh, one of the teams that stands out, especially in our area, is Stanley Boyd not making it back to the playoffs for the uh, first time in 10 years. Yeah, for, it's since 2009, I think there, you know, as I went through that article, I think there was only one other team. There was a team, I forget the name, right off the top of my head, that had been qualified. Ah, oh, Lodi had qualified every year since 2000, and I don't think, and I think when I read the article, I think Stanley Boyd was second in that. So, And Racine Case, uh, they haven't been, talk about teams that haven't been to the playoffs in a while, 1997. 1997. Wow. That's, yeah, and it's a tough football area to, to yeah. you know, you're talking yeah. the city yeah. conference and the metro conference, and it's tough down there. And in, every year, things change as far as, uh, as far as divisions, and a total of 32 teams saw their divisions change this year compared to last year. 29 of them moved down a division, yeah. while just three move up, and those teams that move down, it could be interesting. Yeah. You know, it's it's crazy, you know, it, but, uh, you know, you got some uh, – Catholic Memorial is the big one. That's the one I – you know, they play in a Division two, Division one conference, and they are a Division four school this year. Oof. Yeah, that's going to be – people are very <laughs> frustrated with that one, but there's not much you can do. The, you know, the pop, it's a private school. The population of the school goes as what it is, and that's what it is. And yeah. not much you can do about it, so – well, let's, uh, let's just take a look at some of these Level 1 matchups, especially involving teams from our area. Of course, Level 1, all the games being played this Friday night. Uh, we'll start in, um, let's start in Division 7, where, of course, uh, Loyal is going to be playing at Hurley. It's a number 5 seed against a number 4 seed. Could be an interesting matchup. Of course, uh, you got a three-hour bus ride up there to Right, Hurley. yeah. Um, these two teams met last year in Level 1, and uh, Hurley came down to Loyal, and... Uh, for a while, their offense gave Loyal fits. It's a it's a tremendous, very slick offense, running offense, with a lot of motion. And Loyal got fooled for a while, but once the, their guys learned to stay at home, they stopped them. But uh, their offense last year had no problem running on Hurley, and I think they put up like 52 points against Hurley last year. This year could be totally different, though. It's not you know Loyal graduated that class, but. Uh, and going up to Hurley, that's a different thing right there. So. And uh, you look at Hurley and. They like Loyal, like to run the football. They got a big running back, Max Blamey. I think I seen he was 6'1", 220. Yeah, he's a bull. He's a bull. <laughs> I, um, I believe he was in the lineup last year, but he was not a featured back. But uh, He is this yeah, year. Yeah, he's the man this year, and he's they, and they're going to go with him left and right, left and right. And he's a big power back, and he's going to give Loyal fits. Uh, that game at 7 o'clock this Friday night. And uh, we're going to have that game for you on 92.7 WPKG and also streaming live at 92.7 WPKG.com. Again, that's on Friday night. Uh, the other matchup in that little bracket there is Greenwood at Edgar, number eight against the number one seed. Yeah, you know, Edgar, well, first of all, I would, I, I would argue that Edgar was, shouldn't have been the number one seed, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but, uh, well, you know, we always talk about being conference champions. They were right, the conference right. champion, and Elman Bancroft was. But there, on the other hand, though, I still believe Edgar's the best team in the bracket. Yeah. But, uh, you know, Greenwood's got enough athletic talent to go up there 
and and put a scare into uh, Edgar. I think Edgar is a team that's pretty much built like it was last year, Larry, when we seen him play Loyal. Uh-huh. They're a team built on defense and special teams. Um, they re- Last week in their game against Tomahawk, they had two putt returns for touchdowns again. So, um, they, they, You know they have a powerful defense because they held the Spencer juggernaut down to six points. The Stratford juggernaut. Stratford, yes. Stratford, so, you know, but Greenwood's got skilled athletes, probably throw a little bit of a scare into them, but uh, like Loyal didn't do last year, Greenwood's got to go up there, play good special teams, yeah. and not turn the ball over if they want to have any chance of beating Edgar at Edgar. Uh, the other game, uh, well, a couple of other games in Division Seven. There's a lot of games in Division Seven, of course, from our area with the uh, the school sizes around here. But Athens, and you mentioned Almond Bancroft, a conference champion, and they're a two seed. And they have Athens. Yeah, you know, and I, you know, I said I looked at this bracket, and um, if there was going to be an upset in the bra- in, a, in Division Seven bracket, I wouldn't put it past a- Athens going down to El- yeah. uh, um, Almond Bancroft and winning. Athens has played a tough game. Very tough this year. They've not lost by more than a touchdown to anybody. They've been in every game. Uh, they play a, a good, solid football, and uh, I think they do have a chance to go down there and upset Elman Bancroft. And you've you've heard it, you know, even one that was the small Clover Belt and now the Cloverwood. A lot of teams that come out of that Cloverwood Conference are playoff tested already. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and when we talk about the, I believe it's the Central States Conference over there, we really don't know what the competition over. Yeah. It's all small schools. Pittsville's in it. Pittsville. I believe was second in the division at four and one or four and two, but uh, um, we really don't know what to expect out of those teams. But we do know what we're going to get out of Athens is a good, solid defensive team, and they're not going to make mistakes. And that might be what it takes to win down in Elman Bancroft. Another good matchup, I think, in Division uh, Seven is going to be Pittsville at Gilman yeah. on Friday night. Yeah, I you know I don't know I know the names of Pittsville. I haven't seen them play, of course, but. Uh, Right now in the Cloverwood, I think Gilman is playing the best football of anybody right now. Um, they held loyal to less than th- uh, 30 yards of total offense last week. They really, and I don't know if the, the Hounds were playing full strength or whatever, but uh, I right now, uh, after stumbling in some games early, Gilman is playing very, very good football right now. Uh, let's see. Another game involving an area team in Division 7 has Augusta at Blair Taylor. Uh, 7-2 matchup. Uh, kind of d- interesting that two teams match up that close together in a yeah, right, one right. game. Yeah, don't have to drive very far for that <laughs> one. But, uh, yeah, yeah, Blair Taylor has been the uh, top of their conference over there all year. Um, Augusta, there's another one that hasn't uh, gotten in the playoffs in quite a while either, yep. Larry. I forget the year. But uh, you look at that Group A, though, um, There, to me, there's nobody in that uh, – bracket that should scare Bangor. Right. I, uh, yeah. I think Bangor has a pretty easy walk to uh, level three in that one. All right. Uh, moving up to Division 6, uh, one of the matchups there uh, that stands out. Let's see. Anything stand out? Colby at Cumberland would probably be a, a good matchup yeah. there in Division 6. Um, you know, we've, I've been on the Colby bandwagon all year, but uh, um, the, in one of the real, you know, how does Abbotsford go one way and Colby goes the other? Well, Colby Abbotsford being the conference champion probably got picked to go east, and and Colby being second there uh, got picked to go west. Um, you know, I don't know much about Cumberland or Unity, but uh, I would think Colby has a good chance of going up to Cumberland and winning. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that, that, but then you turn around level two. If they go to level two, they're going to be have the president going to Carson Park. So, <laughs> so which you know they lost on their home field, forty to nine. Yeah. To Regis, I don't imagine that's going to change too much on the on the carpet up at the, uh, Carson Park. Well, there's a matchup that uh, you're probably looking forward to, and that one uh, would be a Regis Spring Valley matchup down yeah, the line. Yeah, I, I, you know, Spring Valley is the one that really. Um, I'm intrigued about. Uh, they beat Colby 39 to nothing earlier. Um, I believe they're the only team that scored on Mondovi this year. Yep. Uh, I believe the score was like 28 to 24. They were the only team to score points on Mondovi. And I would really like to, and I'm assuming they're very quick too to beat Colby 39 to nothing because you're not going to outpower Colby. Right. You know? right. So I, I would think that would be a heck of a matchup in uh, level three between those two squads. All right. Uh, the real interesting uh, thing that I seen was Stratford getting a number two seed in Division Five, and Northwestern <laughs> getting a number one seed. You know, I said, I you know, I, I looked at a lot of articles, and, and uh, you look at the grouping, and you've got uh, Northwestern, Spooner, Bloomer, Elk Mound, all from the heart. You know, up in that Northern Woods, Saint Croix Falls, and I think it probably comes down to coaches' vote. You know, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but uh, man, how can you not see this? Yeah, I, I, wow. you know, yeah. And in defense of Northwestern, they're nine and zero. They've allowed seventy three points on the year, so they're a good ball club. Yeah, but they're. Yeah. Um, I think all they've done is give Stratford some good bulletin board material <laughs> when uh, <laughs> when uh, they head up to uh, uh, Northwestern for yeah. a level three game. I boy, I'll tell you, I would like to be up there to watch that one. That but, should be a good one. Yeah, it should be great. But I think Stratford is going to be just completely fired up and ready to really uh, go after Northwestern. Interesting uh, matchups they have in their first round. Both teams, Nakusa and Spooner, are four and five getting yeah. into the playoffs. <laughs> yes, so. but uh, you know there you go. You know if they have a seven seven games in conference, they're probably four and three in conference. Oh and two, oh and two in the non conference, and you know. But. Another interesting matchup. We go up to Division Two, where Marshfield, a five seed at Superior, a four seed. That could yeah. be a good game yeah, for a first round matchup. Yeah, that should be a really good game. Uh, Marshfield has uh, got a good, solid team. Uh, I talked to some people from Marshfield uh, the previous week, and they were already figuring that they were heading to Superior. Mm. They didn't know this at the time. They were talking uh, Superior a three and them a six. Well. Uh, they ended up winning their conference, so I imagine that got them bumped up to a five. But uh, they'll have a heck of a tussle. You know, you don't know a lot about Superior, but they do. You know, they do play quite a bit of the Big Rivers teams, but and they are successful. So, um, but I think Marshall has a good chance to come away up there. And then uh, the other area team in Division One has a uh, very tough task: Wisconsin Rapids at Kimberly. <laughs> yeah, I think all the, you know, all the area teams, you know, coming from this way. Are uh, really got, you know, Lincoln is at Kimberly, Eau Claire Memorial at Appleton North, Everest is at Appleton East, you know, Hudson, you know, uh, is at Nina, you know, all, they're all traveling. And I, the only team that I could see coming out of that maybe is Hudson, Mm. you know, but uh, wow, you know, a pretty big whack for the, you know, the area teams in that level. Yeah, there's an interesting Hudson at Nina, both teams four Four and five. five. Yeah. You don't yeah, see I, that I, much. Yeah, I didn't realize Hudson was down that bit this year, but uh, that Big Rivers Conference this year was dominated. Uh, the top two teams were Menominee and River Falls, and both those teams are in Division Three this year. So, Oof. yeah, you know, I said, uh, you, you look at going to Division Three later on, you know, Medford, an area team, is is has undefeated, but uh, 
they're uh, in the same bracket with uh, Menominee. Uh, Medford's a two, Menominee's a one. So wow, yeah. And River Falls is also in there, and so is Mosinee. So <laughs> one of those one of those things where yeah. you try to you try to figure yeah. it out beforehand, and yeah. you never. Well, the populations of these schools seem to be getting smaller, and or else I don't know how it's going, but. Uh, all of a sudden, schools that were Division One, Division Two, are now we're talking threes. And, yeah, you know, Menominee was always way up two, there, yeah. a high two, yeah, know, and at times one, you know, and, and but then on the other hand, a team like Stratford was always a six, always a six, and now they've been five. Spencer Columbus is a five just because he got two uh, schools, but uh, yeah, just it going in a different direction. So. So it'll be interesting. Level one of the WIAA football playoffs coming up on Friday night. Again, all games are on Friday. It used to be where you had a few games sprinkled in on a Saturday, but no, they, they don't do that anymore. No, I think it's they try to get do as best as they can on uh, Friday. and Unless there's that, some yeah, weather or something. Yeah, weather. But the teams, it's easier for the teams to get tapes exchanged and, and start planning. And uh, and it's I think it's harder to, to find schools to host on Saturday, too, also, to be quite be honest with you, but I think most teams would prefer to play on Friday night and be done with it. So Again, Loyal at Hurley on Friday night. It's a 7 o'clock start. Uh, you can hear it on 92.7 WPKG, also streaming live at uh, 92.7 WPKG.com. So that's, uh, that's a look at what's happening in uh, high school football. Maybe college football. We can uh, dabble on that a little bit. The Badgers, uh, we kind of mentioned it. We were in our travels here Uh it might have been a little trap game. Yeah, yeah, that four-letter word trap, and and, and I'll tell you what, you know, I said I, the way their defense didn't play well. I, they did, they hit hard, but they didn't wrap up. They didn't tackle well. Their offensive line got beat off the ball. There just wasn't a lot of emotion, and uh, and every time that they made a mistake, it, Illinois got higher and higher and higher, and you know, and the Badgers made two big mistakes at the end: the, the Taylor fumble and then the cone interception, and give it to Illinois. They would yeah. have took care of it. So. Yeah. Well, now Wisconsin, they dropped to number 13 in the uh, AP football poll in Ohio State. Edge past Clemson to number three right. in and, the poll. Uh, Ohio State is going to be tough for the Badgers, just from their speed alone. But, uh, you know, hopefully the Badgers were overlooking Illinois and go into Ohio State and see what they can do. But uh, right now, there's not a lot of optimism about Wisconsin <laughs> around the area. So, so. <laughs> there's more optimism about the Wisconsin volleyball team. Yeah, volleyball. And, and then, the, of course, the Packers are 6-1 and one also, so that doesn't hurt either. So. Quite a game there. The Packers uh, over the uh, Raiders yesterday. Yeah, it was perfect passer rating for uh, Aaron Yeah, Rogers. that's the first time he's ever done that. I, was kinda, I, I thought he had done it before, but... Uh, he uh, it was his first time, and uh, he was on. He was on, and he didn't need his top wide receiver to do it. But uh, I thought uh, the game plan was just great. And then guys like Kumaro and uh, Valdez Scantling, uh, Jimmy Graham got into the mix quite a bit. Um, Allison just he, he just threw the ball around pretty good, and um, of course Jones and and. Uh, uh, the other back, both out of the backfield, but uh, it was just a good all-around day. He got a tremendous game out of his offensive line. Yeah, and, uh, and and when they did give him pressure, he did uh, was able to elude uh, him and get some yards. But uh, on defense, I don't know. I said, yeah, their defense is kind of slumping a yeah, little bit. Yeah, I said, uh, Carr gave him a big break with the fumble down mm-hmm. uh, bounce out of the end zone down at one time, and then he threw an end zone inter- interception. They did have the stop on Jacobs at the goal line, but uh, uh, this week they've got Kansas City, and I think Travis Kelsey has got to be licking his chops from his tight end position as many <laughs> yards as Walder got 
yesterday for Oakland, but uh, we'll see. Well, they won't have Mahomes. He's out for yeah, another few weeks. They don't have Mahomes. And I, you know, one thing the Packers are missing uh, Savage on the back end, and I think that's hurting them right now. You know, a little bit, but uh, you know, it was just it wasn't just Walner that hurt them. It was other receivers too, and it was a very inexperienced bunch. But uh, Oakland has a tremendous offensive line, and they run the ball well. Cutting mm-hmm. up. The Packers didn't get really near Carr all day yesterday. So, And that's another thing that they haven't done here lately yeah. is, is get pressure on the quarterback consistently right. at least. Yeah, they didn't get much on Stafford, and he had a good game. And then uh, yesterday they really did not even get a sniff of yeah. Carr yesterday. Yeah. But uh, his own mistakes really cost Oakland. So, does it? Is it you or is it me or is it uh, – it looks like Aaron Rodgers is uh, – a lot happier when he when he does well. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, when when things aren't going bad, you can just see it by his movement on the field. He's not happy if he, yeah. you know, if a receiver drops the ball or doesn't run what he considers the right pattern. You can just tell in his body uh, uh, motions and his actions how uh, he's disappointed. And you didn't see none of that yesterday. And then they had a locker room shot where he got the game ball yeah. yesterday, and he was all smiles yesterday. So. But it just seems like you know when. Uh, when things aren't going, haven't been going well here lately, especially for the offense, yeah. there was some looks that he kind of gave to Coach uh, Lafleur a few yeah. times on the sidelines. I, I didn't see it yesterday so much, but I did see it uh, uh, against Detroit last Monday night. They had an exchange coming off the field uh, once or twice, and uh, it reminded me a lot of times last year when he came off the field with Mike McCarthy. Quite yeah. honestly, yeah. You know, so, well, hopefully it's uh, yeah, I think, getting things rolling now. I think him and Lafleur are still in the learning process, but I think it's a process that is going very well. So. All right, uh, one more thing before we uh, leave for uh, this week: World Series, Astros and the Nationals. Uh, Astros, I think, uh, stalled as favorites, uh, one of the biggest here in a while, as far as favorite over another team. Yeah, and I don't dis- I disagree with that 100. Yeah, percent I, I really do, Larry. Uh, I think Max Scherzer and Strasburg and Corbin, those three, the big three pitching, are pitching far better than two of the big three on Houston, which is Verlander and uh, Granke. Uh, Cole has been lights out. Yeah, yeah. But uh, um, I think the, uh, right there it's, it could be a bit of a difference there. Um, neither team is particularly super strong in the bullpen. Uh, Washington has this Hudson on the back end that's kind of picked up this love. Uh, Stuff for them a little bit, but uh, I don't know. I, I if if uh, the Nationals can score some runs, I I think it's going to be a six or seven game series. Yeah, and Annabelle yeah. Sanchez, don't forget about yeah, him too. We talked about him one night. Yeah, and he, you know, and and you got to go four deep in the in the seven game World Series, and I don't know who Houston comes in with as a fourth starter. Quite honestly, no. I, you know, they haven't right. used one yet. No, you know. Uh, they what they were doing more was uh, with the Yankees with bullpen games, mm-hmm. and you're not going to do a bullpen game with uh, the Nationals. No, <laughs> so it'll be interesting. Yeah. Houston and Washington yeah. game one Tuesday night would not be in surprised Houston. to see an upset. Yep, nope. I don't think anybody would no, be, no. even though Houston is favored, yeah. uh, heavily favored uh, yeah. in the World Series this year. Yeah. So, all right, that'll do it here for two guys on sports for this week. Uh, join us again. Next Thursday morning, we'll have another edition of Two Guys on Sports. Thanks, Dick, for joining me again. Yeah, you bet, Larry. And I'm sure we'll we'll have more football to talk about after Level 1. Looking forward to our matchup with Hurley on uh, Friday night. And hopefully uh, Loyal can come out of that with a win and and move on to Level 2. Two Guys on Sports here on 1370 AM, WCCN and 98.5 FM.